0: Greg Winteregg, CEO of the Private Dentist Alliance. I want to talk to all of you students out there today who are wondering what your future is going to be like as a career in dentistry, as an assistant, as a hygienist, as a dentist. Where is this profession going with the rapid increase of the DSO movement? I'm here to tell you the PDA is going to help you and I want you to become a member today. It is free. Now why should you become a member? You're gonna get weekly video updates from me and you're gonna get regular updates of our newsletters from the Alliance on exactly what is happening and how we are going to help preserve and protect the private practice of dentistry. Now to me, the most important advantage is you are going to get access to our job board. What is that? Our private practicing members all have access to our PDA job board which means if they have an opening in their private practice of assistant, hygienist, doctor, front office staff, they're going to be able to post it. And you're gonna be able to check up regularly. And as our membership grows, we're gonna be covering larger and larger territories across the United States. If you are looking for a job in any position in the office of a private practice, you need to become a student member today. It is free. Go to www.privatedental. and become a student member today. You're going to love your benefits. Do it now.
1: What is up, guys? It's your boy, Matt Havis, back at it with the Dental Student Vibes podcast. Today, we have a cool interview for you, something a little light. We have Min Lee. He's a current dental student. He's killing the game, and we sit down with him today. He talks all things balance, work life, everything that you need in order to be successful in dental school without burning out, still learning, but enjoying life. Because as we all know, you're humans and you're also a dentist. So you need to be able to do the best of both worlds and let let back, relax, and just take it easy some days. So Tune in, check out what Min has to say. He provides great points on how to do these things, how to get involved outside of dentistry, how to make friends outside of dentistry. That way you can be well-rounded. And he also talks about how you can strengthen your application while doing this to make you the most competitive as possible when applying to dental school. Tune in, check it out. Let us know what you guys think. Follow us on Instagram at vibes and let us know what we can do to make this the best podcast we can for you. As
2: always, stay safe and vibe on. Welcome back to another episode of the Dental Student Vibes Podcast. I'm Seth Kalish. Today, we have a very special guest, Mr. Min Lee. Min, how are you doing today? Good. How are you, man? Good. So, Min is a dental student. He's my colleague here in dental school. Um, Don't forget to check us out on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere that you listen to your podcast and be sure to check us out on instagram at dental.student.vibes and facebook join our exclusive facebook group the dental student vibes group so min how have you been brother
3: good i mean going through the swing getting stuff done trying to get all the prereqs you know Mm
2: -hmm. just trying to get it done right so min is also a third year dental student right now we are trying to complete all of our prerequisite treatments aka class twos class threes srps uh, we got to do some dentures and this is all leading up to do our competencies where we get graded we do the entire treatment by ourselves and then it better look perfect right yeah oh
3: yeah <laughs> you got to get it good
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 so Min, tell me uh how did you kind of get started going down the path of dentistry where you're from and just give us kind of your background of how you got it, where you are sitting today.
3: So I kind of started knowing that I wanted to do something medical. Um initially just like everyone else, oh, so I wanted to be a vet. And then, you know, you go out and hang out with people and like it's mostly my dad's friend's kids or something like that. And you learn things just talking to them. And I you were just, oh, like what are you gonna do when you grow up one day? And um the guy's like, dude, I'm gonna be a dentist, you know like I want to make my own hours and like work in one small area and like make a ton of money and like live a good easy life i wouldn't say easy but um you can balance a lot easier and so um as i progressed through high school learning that getting into vet school is expensive it's way more competitive you don't get to talk to your patients that kind of thing and i just realized that okay maybe i should look into something else just open up my options um and so I asked my aunt, she's a a nurse practitioner, and uh, she said, oh, I've got a friend that's a dentist, and they went to USF together back in the day, and she's like, why don't you go shadow him, he's in Tampa. Um, I shadowed one time in my senior year of high school, and after maybe, I don't know, four or five hours there, I was like, this this is something I want to do, you know, like he's super charismatic, all the patients love him, and like, you know, dentistry's got that stereotype, people see you and they're like, oh man, I don't, I don't want to be here, but it's like a complete flip with him. Obviously you get some patients that are always going to be that way, but um, it, people come up to him and they're always like, oh, I want to see him. you know. They specifically request him. Um, I've gotten stories where people or his patients will specifically request him and they, if they don't get him, um, they'll show up and he'll be super busy or something like that. And they'll they wrote a letter to the office saying, I will not come back unless I see Doctor Ha. Yeah, I was like, I want to be that guy. You know, right? Um, I want to be that person for people, and uh, I I like talking to people. I've I've done it my entire life. But um, after that, I started shadowing a ton more in uh, college. I probably put in four or five hundred hours at his office. I went from, you know, huddle right in the morning. I wanted to see everything how I went throughout the day. Like if I can hang with that, you know, being young and having full of energy and being able to balance everything, I think I would be able to do it. Um, Got to see procedures and all that and just loved it. And finally uh, set my plan straight, set in stone. I was like, I want to get in. I want to get in somewhere.
2: And once I get in, I got in and, you know, we're here. That's awesome. That's awesome. And so men, it seems like, and this happens with a lot of people, you had a great first experience with a particular individual. And I think, you know, that really is what ignited your passion and set you off down the path that you're taking. Um, however, for those of you guys out there who started out and maybe the first experience was, eh, you know, go check out some other offices, go meet more people. I really think the more people that you kind of branch out to, the better overall experience you'll have. And you'll understand that everybody has their own different types of passion for dentistry, whether it's, you know, actually clinically treating patients, whether it's teaching, whether it's running a dental uh, supplies company, anything, you know?
3: Yeah, it's um, it's big. I, uh, I shadowed an endodontist, I shadowed a, uh, uh, an oral surgeon, and I quickly found out that I'm not a huge fan of endodontists, uh, not endodontists, but just doing endo in general. Right. Um, I was able to sit through one appointment and the second one, I almost fell asleep five minutes in. Really? <laughs> I am standing up, almost fell asleep. Um, but the, you, you get a lot of ideologies from people because just because I didn't like the way the specialty was, he, he taught me a lot about just taking care of your own practice, you know, costs, cutting costs and all that, um, setting up your own place. You know, he put down like one and a half million dollars for this building and he thought he was at the end of his career and he just wanted to invest in it and it was one of the best decisions that he said he's made. Um,
2: so he, he went into the commercial real estate. Yeah. He owns it. yeah. Yeah.
3: So, goals all that equity and i mean he's he's a little bit older um he still you know does what he needs to do and he's i think at this point kind of sticking around for the patients that he wants to like continue serving as long as he can for his community so i think that's really uh valiant of him so
2: right so uh tell me about when you were applying what was i know <laughs> i can barely remember it myself now <laughs> but um so quick to forget yeah i mean it's <laughs> it was a, it was a while ago. Think of all the experiences we've had since then. So tell me about like your application process and the DAT and all that sort of stuff. And then maybe if you want to mention something about the interview. So I
3: put in my application a little late, actually. Um, I think I finished everything probably around September when people were, you know, already, already have their stuff done well before then. Um, interviewing at that point too. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, what is it? I only, <laughs> stupid of me, I only applied to the Florida school. So it was like <laughs> NOVA, Lecom and UF. And um, DAT, you know, that was probably like, you know, SAT, ACT for high school to college. I was just like, you know, if I know it, I know it, that kind of thing, right? Um, I was at a disadvantage for DAT, though, because I was under the assumption that biology would be what I studied in, at USF. but. USS bio, like just how the curriculum started going, was mostly like plant and animal bio. I had zero human uh, biology. Like I maybe had a little bit of cell bio in the beginning, Mm -hmm. but other than that, I was like smacked across the face. It was it was bad. (laughs) Um, But you know, I I studied enough for all the other stuff and was able to pull out a good score. Um, Let's see, Nova. Actually, I was at I was at UF for a dance competition, actually. Mm-hmm. And- What kind of dance? I used to do hip hop and stuff. So like- Very nice. He's gonna be in the next Chris Brown video. <laughs> oh yeah. Um but uh, my mom called me in the middle, of, like right before the performance. And she's like, man, I got a, an envelope from Nova. And I was like, oh, did you open it? She's like, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> no, oh, <man. laughs> like, it says, we're sorry to <laughs> it's like, okay, well, yeah. I need to go stop <laughs> like I don't know why you <laughs> opened it but thanks <laughs> um yeah that uh they they didn't want me right off the bat um which you know obviously was a their loss yeah I guess um it was uh it was qu- quite the smack across the face but you know it is what it is um I had actually contacted UF my freshman year of undergrad and when they called me to tell me I hadn't got an interview with them they're like oh like you remember you reaching out to us and stuff like that and um, I was like, "Whoa, really? this was three years ago. You remember that?" And she's like, "No, we just have it on file." I was like, "It just blew my mind that they have that on file that I called them, you know." Right. And uh, that interview lived up to its name on the uh, Student De- uh, Dental Network or Student Doctor Network. That was uh, that was quite the interview. You know what? Uh,
2: Speaking of, that, we should start a student dental network.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was uh, it, it was it felt ruthless. You know, like they didn't want to laugh. Even if you could try to get them, you know, like to talk like a normal human being and, yeah. and like have a good conversation, they you could tell that they had a protocol that, you know, they want to keep this as like professional and s- strict as possible, I guess. Um, but uh, they they only went for your weak points, you know, they, they didn't really no. want to know anything else about you. Uh, one thing that I did find out, though, is like, um, I didn't even know about it to add it to my uh, repertoire or anything like that was... Uh, to do volunteering at dental clinics. Uh-huh. And they brought it up and uh, they asked, them, Oh, like, why didn't you do anything for dental clinics and stuff? It's like, I didn't even know there was a thing. You know, I thought that was something that you do once you're in dental school. You know? Right. So uh, that was something that I could have added. But uh, eventually I got an interview at Lecom. That was, I don't know, early February, something like that. So very late in the game. And uh, went to the school, drove all the way down, and I was like, dang, this place is nice. You know, mm-hmm. it's clean. It's, it's brand spanking new. Um, UF had a very, I don't mean to trash on UF, but it had a very old, because it's an old building, but it, right. the, the Ceilings were short. It felt very antiquated. And you come here, and it's like all windows and everybody's nice. Mm-hmm. You know, like I can't even tell if they're, if the school told these kids to be nice to the interviewees, you know? <laughs> and um, I think his name was, uh, oh shoot, who's the guy that's dating Morgan, Marion? Joe's Wickle. Yeah, Joe's Wickle. I'm pretty sure it was him. I was in the cafe, first one there, you know, about to like crap myself. And he's like, dude, you're gonna do great. Yeah. I saw like, he's, you know, he's a nice guy. I saw his smile and all that. And it's like, really put me at ease. You know, like everybody's like nice here. Like they want the best for you and all that. And uh, the atmosphere was just set, went in and got her done.
1: So, I saw him on my interview day. <laughs> really? Yeah, man. I did.
3: He, he was, was so encouraging. Him. Yeah.
2: him and uh, Carson. Yeah. 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 Right. So, um, before we move to your dental school experience, what is one piece of advice that you would give to pre-dental students that are currently applying or hope to go to dental school in the next year or two years?
3: My advice is try to do everything that you can to meet as many people as you possibly can, you know, like... I'm, I'm into cars. I was president of the USF car club. Um, I was president, vice president of like some Asian orgs and stuff like that. Even like a fish club, you know, like taking care of fish. Right. Um, I met so many people and you learn so many things and you, you never know, you know, like I ended up host, hosting events at drag strips um, at like Tampa Bay Grand Prix. It's like a multimillion dollar complex and all that. Um, and you just talk to them and like, at the end of the day, they're just people. You know, mm-hmm. as long as as long as you have a plan, you're coming there to talk to them, and they know what you want and what they want from you. Like, just go in and get it done. Um, but yeah, definitely talk to as many people as you can because people like being the uh, being a good person and being able to talk to people. Um, and it, with those experiences, I've noticed that with like bedside manners and stuff like that, talking to patients, it's like, oh yeah, I did do that. You know, like I did roofing with my dad, or um, like. got people that do like composting like anything at all like just you'll notice that anything that you can have in common with your patient that's like really personal to them immediately puts them as ease at ease you know like it's like them opening up like a little flower
2: right so and i mean speaking of that again there's our theme of the importance of networking and then anything that you can relate to your patients so for all of our listeners out there uh who want to get better at speaking to patients we have a protocol for uh, case acceptance. And one of our uh, numbers of our protocol is to find three things in common with somebody and helps you relate more. So, I mean, Min has all these different side hobbies, all these different passions that are so cool. And that's what makes him who he is, cars, uh, fish. I mean, he, he's food, he's passionate about everything. Now he's got a, a camera and he's you know doing <laughs> interviews like we're doing interviews. Like the man is into everything. So that's, yeah, that's a great thing. And another way that you can connect with more people just, you know, be interested about life.
3: I think also another thing is that the word networking seems intimidating. You know, it's, it sounds like it's like, oh man, I just, I have to, in like a professional kind of like stiff way to get out there. Just like, I need to talk to people, but it's more like, you just need to go and have a good conversation. Just meet people, you know, like go volunteer. It could be anything, anything at all in the world. Um, you just need to be like laid back about it, have a good time,
1: you know. It sounds like such a formal process. Exactly. Gotta network with this guy today, but yeah. meanwhile you just go and have like a casual conversation yeah. and then you're, you know,
3: exactly head on your way. Yeah. You
1: know? It could be
3: anything, you know, right. like anything you're into.
2: Right. So men, um, as you progress through dental school, what is something that you really enjoyed? What what was like something that really spoke to you? and then like your favorite class or some different treatment that you did anything like that and then we'll go into some struggles that you've had um let's see
3: favorite class like didactic Anything, anything
2: anything
1: yeah um I
3: don't know. I just like drilling. <laughs> I like drilling. It's yeah. it's fun. Um, so would you
1: say SimLab then? Just going. Through yeah, I mean
3: SimLab overall was like a great time. I loved seeing my friends, and we would always race. You know, like we would race in a good way. You know, like we wanted to be fast, but we also wanted to get like the best result. Right. So like Dr. Stanford, dude's the man. You know, he'd come and give you all these tips and tricks and we'd be like, oh, but ours is better, right? Like yeah. we'd be comparing, we'll be yeah. like, we're a cru- uh, you know, you're in there, um, I'm next to, or used to be next to Daniel and Sammy. And we'd always be trying to see like, who's gonna get in there and like get done fast first and the best, um, just seeing
2: everybody, all that. Um,
3: what was the other question?
2: So so fixed and Sim Lab and Operative, those were your favorite. What are some of the struggles? Like what what's one time you remember Man, this is difficult. This is really a, an obstacle in my way, and this is something I'm going to have to really push to overcome. And then, how did you get past that? Let's see.
3: Um, I think my first roadblock was that Perio one. Um, I actually failed that mm-hmm. first class, and mm-hmm. I had to uh, remediate it. Pretty thought, man. This is this is it. You yeah, know, like, that was a tough am class. Am I not cut out for dental school? Like it, it got in my head you know, for like a week. And um, I was like, no, you know what, like, it's just, well, I, had a, I had a best friend in high school. She would, you know, we would be stressing about every test and she's like, man, it's just one exam. One exam doesn't define your life, you know? And it's like, it came back to me and I was like, you know what, that's right. Like I can go in there, do my best again. And ended up passing remediation and all of that. Um, as far as hand skill stuff, I don't, I'm trying to be humble about it, but I've always been, pretty good with my hands i've been very like gifted dexterity wise so if i see something and how it's done or even what it looks like i can pretty much make it look like that you know um if do it once do it twice do it three times once you're on the third fourth fifth time it's
1: it just becomes natural you know
2: definitely yeah would
1: you say that you were better your hands rather than like academically like taking exams um
3: i'd say so uh i personally am not a huge fan of studying um i get
1: very, you're not a fan of study, not a fan of study. I, uh, in professional school yeah
3: yeah um uh up until high school and college my my whole uh, ideology for myself is that i'm gonna put in like maybe 75 80 percent and get the grades that i need you know and then once i get to dental school then i'll apply myself because now it matters and like it's, it's a good philosophy. Do.
1: You always give seventy-five percent because if you do a little better, then people are like, "Wow, he's having a good day." <laughs> but if you give a hundred, you can't do any better. Yeah.
3: I mean, I, I say seventy-five percent, but I never got a C in, in undergrad. So there you go. Um, yeah, I I didn't want to burn myself out. You know, I know what I can do and what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, same thing goes with practicing. I I hate practicing. <laughs> it's like, like same thing. I know what it needs to look like. I just need to do it. I'll maybe practice once or twice, and that's it.
1: So. But it's one of those as i think i feel like it's psychological because i practice i'm like all right it's a it's a chore but then when you do it on a patient you enjoy it more because you're doing it for someone you know rather than yeah. just doing it because you feel like it's an obligation i don't right. know it's like a psychological thing yeah i know like practicing for adex i was like oh man i gotta go drill for four hours today yeah but then like you go to a clinic and like okay you gotta do this and then like, you just hop to it They're like all right let's go let's yeah. get it done and then you feel accomplished afterwards you know yeah. so I know for the, the oh, mock that we did, like the practice
3: adex. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was in there for like an hour and ten minutes. Really? <laughs> I blew through all of them. Wow. Um, <laughs> the only things that I failed on were like, I somehow pushed the GP past the apex. Never did that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guarantee you it's because I forgot that the working link was four twenty four. Right. And I put it at like 25.
2: Really? I yeah. think I do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So I that was one thing like everything else was like nice. Um, five was a little sharp but that's before i watched matt's video that he sent me and
1: uh
2: um, oh that bridge prep video yeah so uh, um, stevenson dental solutions oh yeah, yeah. serious
3: those
1: a b c d planes and mm-hmm. all that that
3: was huge um yeah and, and like, it makes
1: makes the rest of the prep so much i don't want to get into adex but it makes it so much easier right. to prep the rest of the yeah. two so, no and then when i got to
3: adex i you know i slowed completely down like i used pretty much all the time mm-hmm. i was there up until the last like 30 minutes you know just checking over and over and over because you know like this is what it needs to look like and this is what i'm gonna make it look like so
2: did you test saturday or sunday saturday okay yeah yeah so got got to it pretty pretty early on so um as you were going through dental school what's some of the other non-school things that you did some extracurriculars uh let's talk about that a little bit
3: um extracurricular wise i actually so i'll backtrack a little bit i did so many extracurriculars in college and high school that it just completely burnt me out. I was in like 13 different clubs and all that. And like, like, uh, like get like officer. Yeah. On the board and all officer that. Officer it yeah. Yeah. was just like, it was fun, but it was a lot, you know? And I was like, I want to focus on dental here. Um As far as extracurriculars in dental school, um I haven't done that much. I've helped some people with their research and stuff like that. Um But one of the more enjoyable things, like I still like shadowing, you know, and I right. recently, um Went again to uh, Dr. Berger down on 70 on Mm -hmm. uh, Smiles Liquid Ranch. Um, Dude's awesome. You know, he's he's from Tampa. He knows what he's got. He knows what he's doing. Um, I always ask him for tips and stuff like that. Super, super cool guy. Um, Just you know, Mm -hmm. another mentor that
1: you can look up to and like mold yourself with. Check out his episodes on Middle Zoom Vibes.
2: Check him out. So, yeah. Again, you met another mentor networking. And and how did you even end up speaking to him? So,
3: actually, my best friend, uh, co captain tennis team in high school, his mom is Heartland's Tampa rep. So, um, I met her again at the Loops Fair freshman year here. And I was I was like,
0: what? Like, what are
3: you doing here? And she's like, I'm the rep for Heartland. I was like, that's incredible. You know, like, and at the time I was kind of iffy about DSOs. Um, I actually went and uh, shadowed a, uh, a dentist that's related to one of our. Um, Uh, director or not director yeah I guess director now Dr. Din her brother-in-law has a practice and turns out he's my family's dentist
0: oh really my house yeah right
3: um shadowed him but uh I started talking to her more and I was like yeah like I'm getting kind of serious about this you know I know it's still a little early and she's like yeah like you're like a year early. (laughs) like most people are applying or talking about it and their fourth year and I was like okay let's like get something rolling I'm, I'm very curious about it and she's like okay let's do like a shadow interview kind of day and uh she put me with dr berger told me about him a little bit and um super laid back you know um he's super super cool and made everything really nice i think it was more just to see like oh is this guy a freak or is he like a
2: human? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah so. okay so now as you're progressing through dental school. Now, like you said, now you're thinking about what's going to come after dental school, right? We all got that in the back of our heads. It's coming up soon. We got 56 days left of clinic as of today. Yeah. Um. So where do you see yourself in the next, let's say, year after you apply to dental school? And like, what's your vision for how you're going to practice dentistry?
3: I, I, I'm pretty on board with the whole heartland thing um i think a year out i'll probably be in one of their you know new doctor sites and uh hopefully i'll be able to after a few years there come back to like tampa or something like that um very open to like texas georgia colorado family out there and it's like really nice place very uh, diverse but uh, let's see What was the other?
2: So, so your vision, like where, how do you want to be practicing? Do you want to be in a a big Um, practice? Do you eventually want to own your own practice someday? Um, um, Be in a group? What do you, I think I'd like being in a group, you know, at least having
3: a partner or something like that. Someone to like rally ideas off of like that way. I'm not, I'm not stuck by myself within my own head. You know, like I want different perspectives and stuff like that. Um, Multiple practices wise, like, you know, if I get there, I get there. Mm
2: -hmm. Um, so that's not a big priority for no, me. No, um, but but it is a priority to be in a group or at least have other doctors with you that you can consult and yeah, share so like An equity stake in one practice, right? You're yeah, like fifty-fifty
1: so with a guy. Yeah,
3: um, I just I just want to be able to you know, I don't want dentistry to consume my life. You know, it's going to be a big part of it, obviously. Um, but I I chose it because I wanted a work-life balance. Um, and if I can't have that, if I too I have too much going on, but who knows, you know, maybe I'll enjoy it a lot once mm-hmm. I'm like handling my own business. Uh, but as of right now, I think uh, I want I want to be like 50-50 in it, you know, mm-hmm. um, that way I'm not, I have someone to rely on if I'm not there. And uh, we kind of like pick up each other's slack.
1: Kind if you want to take vacations or whatever, yeah, exactly. somebody can pick up yeah. for you, you know, and they can cover, that's always nice. I, I like that model too. Yeah but I mean, you, you're already well-rounded, you know, so I don't, yeah,
0: I, I couldn't foresee, <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> I couldn't foresee you, you getting like consumed by it because even in dental school, you know, you're in the cars, you know, you work on cars all the time. You still go to meets, you work on your own cars, you work on my car, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> True that. <laughs> I mean, you know, you do that stuff. You still have your, your cool fish tank and everything. We've talked fish, you know, we talk all those, you know, all your other hobbies and stuff. So being well-rounded, it seems like, it'll be good for you like to be in dentistry or whatever, but then not to overdo it because that's how you burn out. You know, yeah. you could have a very long successful career doing like exactly. doing everything the way you do it, you know, works yeah. for you. Like I don't,
3: I don't need a ton of money. You know, it'd be nice. I have an idea of what I want to make and mm-hmm. what to be comfortable with. Um,
2: Enough money to afford your cars and your fish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want that 30
1: car garage, one bedroom house, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, get the skyline, you know, yeah, maybe McCarran, uh, call it
3: a day it's it's i don't think of dental as like a, the end-all be-all of money kind of thing um i feel like at the end of the day i can invest it back into something something that'll give me something like a month a month you know invest in back like a return um, no. so I'm, I'm definitely planning on doing my like property and stuff like that so retiring early you know i'm not if i want to if i i don't it doesn't matter to me Um, yeah but that's the luxury too if you yeah exactly the option is the option would be nice um it's just uh you know just to live a whole life
2: so one of our uh interviews actually two interviews we spoke with dave maloli he's a dentist um he what did he say he takes like six weeks off a year or something something like that that. just for his own personal
1: like yeah mental health and stuff like Mm -hmm. super super like inspirational guy with what he talks about like he has a good mentality right he really does that's
3: that's something i preach you know like mm -hmm. if you're not happy every morning if you're struggling every day to do something and that's just going to wear you out chop you down like a tree.
2: right so yeah so shout out dave maloli relentless dentist he's got a podcast uh the other guy we spoke to brady frank i love all of everything that brady frank preaches so he's a big supporter of dentist-owned dsos so ddsos that's what he calls it Mm -hmm um and he, so when we called him for the interview he was on vacation he facetimed us he, he showed up his uh picked up his phone he had mountains in the background he's like yeah i'm at the end of my vacation but tomorrow i start my next vacation <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was he was in the mountains and he was going i think like bahamas or
1: something yeah. so he's going from like the mountains to the beach and it was like two like it was like a two-part of a three-part vacation yeah man but i'm like i I mean travel the world see what's out
2: there that's
3: your networking you know
2: yeah yeah the
3: culture it's out there
2: right so men any other topics you want to discuss anything you want to say to our listeners
3: um not really it felt like this was a pretty well-rounded interview right
2: any advice for dental students that are in their first year and are starting out in dental school now
3: it'll be hard um You'll feel like this is some of the most important things you're gonna do, and like you can't screw up. But now's the time to screw up. You know, this is this is where that you're still getting a little bit of slack, but they're expecting more from you. Um, second year was a lot; it was heavy. Um, it's just like didactic, and you're starting to learn some of the hand skill stuff. Uh, but yeah, just uh, it sounds cliche, but you just got to keep trucking. You know, yeah. Find find those groups of people that really support you sometimes it might take you know a few tries but um you'll find people that you click with and uh you know keep
2: each other up definitely love it man all right doctor student doctor future doctor minley uh min do you want to throw your plugs out there for your IG? No, not really. no. i'm kind
3: of private about that All right. <laughs> i thought about opening it back up to public and it's yeah. like i don't care enough <laughs> yeah.
2: gotcha yeah. no worries brother so guys take care i hope you enjoyed this interview with min lee uh check us out on youtube we got our video of our podcast we also have our exclusive dental student vibes facebook group lots of discussion there lots of interesting topics that we try to help students with so Take care. Until next time, vibe on. All right, guys. That'll
1: do it for an interview with Min Lee, student doctor, killing the game, dental student, future powerhouse in the dental community. He's the guy you want to follow. He's the guy you want to be like. Model yourself after him. That's what I try to do. I listen to all of the words of wisdom he says, and I try to implement that in my own practice. So, As always, follow us on Instagram at dental.student.vibes. Let us know what we can do to make this the best podcast we can for you. Let us know if there's somebody you want to listen to, somebody you want to hear from a certain topic. If you guys don't find a person and hook us up with them and put us on, we will find somebody. So just let us know. We'd love to do that. We'd love to help you guys out. So as always, stay safe and vibe on.